eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, John McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. As you and I are recording this, the Texans are getting ready to hit the practice field to get presumably indoors today because it's pouring rain outside um, and get ready for the New Orleans Saints. Is the biggest, I guess, the biggest question mark going on with the Texans right now, the status of Tank Dell, John? I think that's the biggest because he's such a big part of the offense. It's not always about what he does. Some of it's just about what he could do, which takes pressure off Nico Collins in two games where defenses have done everything they can to keep Collins from being targeted, Jacksonville and uh, Atlanta. Tank Dell's come up big in the first one. Then he was doing well against the Falcons till he got his concussion. And it's rare for a Texan to come back after he's left a game with a concussion in the next one. And I'll be surprised if he plays, but I can't wait to see what the strategy will be because John Manchie is not a speed demon or have the quickness or the acceleration or elusiveness that Tank Dell does. And uh, so I'm guessing he'll get more playing time as he did against the Falcons. Yeah, and this is a good defense they're going up against with the Saints. We'll preview it more on uh, on the episode later this week, our last episode before the weekend. But this is a uh, this is a very good defense that they're going up against with the Saints. So they and they need to find answers. It looked like the Falcons figured a few things out for some teams against the Texans. There's not much to figure out against the run. They just stink at running the football right now. But as far as C.J. Stroud goes, they played a lot of two high safeties on C.J. Stroud. You know, forced him to. He wasn't able to take a lot of deep shots in this game or in the game last week, I should say, on Sunday. If there's no Tank Dell, 
and the Saints are doing some of the things the Falcons did, it's going to be awfully tough to extend the field on Sunday as well, I would say. One of the best things about Stroud is he doesn't try to force the ball down the field against two two deep coverage, quarters, three deep coverage, because they have ingrained in him. That's the best kind of pass to throw an interception. Now, they weren't able to hit Nico on the slant routes, and usually when you're playing at least two deep coverage, you should be running the ball better, and they were terrible when they tried to run wide right, especially. Now, that had worked against Pittsburgh, but it didn't work against Atlanta. They had their most success running between the tackles with Damian Pierce. So I'm thinking that Bobby Slowick may not be pitching the ball right or without Tank Dell, he can't run reverses anyway, but they were awful when they tried to run to the right side. Yep. Um, all right, so we'll keep an eye on the injury report. I would say probably at best Tank Dell is going to be listed as limited with a concussion. Um, so we'll see. Other than that, John, I'm trying to think. Like they've they've gotten fairly healthy here in a in a pretty you know. They, I think Juice Scruggs is probably the biggest name we're waiting to hear on if he's going to come back anytime soon. He's eligible to come back from IR anytime now, right? Yeah, they they also need Tavier Thomas, who's not on IR. He practiced last week. I thought he was going to play. He didn't. They signed Jason Verrett, who uh, didn't play last year for the 49ers because he blew out his Achilles. Oh, the TCU the, guy? The TCU? I say TCU kid. He's got to be 30. 32 years old. And they okay. signed him today. So it shows you they're still worried about either Tavier Thomas or Shaquille Griffin. And you hope when four weeks are up that Derek Stingley Jr. can come back. But they still got injuries in the secondary that are causing them a problem, especially if they making Desmond Ritter look like a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, so we'll keep an eye on things over at NRG Stadium. We'll have a preview of the game on um, again the game against the Saints later this week. I, I believe because we dropped this one on Wednesday. Next episode is going to drop on Friday, just to give you guys a couple days to digest this one. So that'll be um, the we're certainly keeping an eye on Tank Dell and and what happens with him. Uh, this week. All right. Um, John general. No, actually, before we get to general news and notes, Stros Astros. Yeah, there you go. Sorry about that, James. Yeah, I heard they're playing James quick on the trigger with the graphics below there. Sorry, James. I had a senior <laughs> moment there and I'm not even a senior yet. Um, so um, the, uh, the Astros are looking to finish up the Minnesota twins tonight in Minnesota, which would set up a, a, a just an awesome ALCS. I mean, the Rangers and the Astros, this is what we've been waiting for for the decade or so that the Astros have been in the same division with the Rangers is an actual meaningful postseason series against them. We'll get to that in a second. But game three, John, I, I wrote down in my notes for Payne and Pendergast before the show, I said, the like this that was a game three, the nine to one thrashing of Sonny Gray and the Twins was a okay, those are the Astros type of game. Like, that's the Astros we've seen in the postseason for the last six years. You know, getting it done on the road, a few early runs, good starting pitching, and then the bullpen comes in and closes the door. Just textbook win. And the Sonny Gray hacks that uh, you and Seth Payne put on the starting pitcher at his worst game of the season. Yeah. And not just You're the welcome. power hitting. Yeah. I think that we ought to – I, I want to apologize – Jose Abreu, for all my criticism during the season, because he was fantastic, has been in September, but he was terrible up to that point. And him hitting two 440-foot bombs, that's the first time in the StatCast era that uh, a guy's done that in the playoffs, and it was pretty unbelievable. They should be walking Alvarez. They should be treating him like, 
pitchers used to do with Barry Bonds, just walking him even when there's no outs and nobody on base because he torched them. And I thought it was a terrible official scorer's call on the first hit he had down the first baseline. Should have been a double. He had a first baseman who was left-handed. He would have had to backhanded it. I don't understand it. So instead of 500, he should be hitting even better. And uh, they're pretty awesome to watch. I would think, Sean, when you get beat up like that at home, it should be demoralizing. Do they really think that they're going to come back and win? If they do, it'll probably be because they've gotten to Jose Urquidy, who was outstanding in his spot start of six innings against Arizona. And I don't blame Dusty Baker for putting him out there and uh, because giving him over a rookie like J.P. France in a pressure situation like this because he's pitched in three World Series. And I also think that uh, Yanner Diaz had his chance at DH, even though Michael Brantley is one of their best hitters against Sonny Gray. I don't know what the lineup will be, but I'm hoping Michael Brantley's back at DH and Yanner can enjoy the game on the bench. Well, the, are people upset that Urquidy's pitching this game, John? You made it sound like people are, are upset about it. No, they're not upset about it. They just don't put a lot of stock in Jose Urquidy because he yeah. was terrible when he sent most of the season until he, they put him in long relief and he got beat up like crazy and they left him in when they were trying to rest the bullpen. Okay. But no, I don't know anybody wanted J.P. France over him, especially in light of his six-inning shutout performance against the Diamondbacks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that. I yeah, I just thought the way you talked about that, like you you don't like you said something like you don't begrudge Dusty's decision to put Urquidy in there over France. I'm like, I don't know anybody that does. I you know, France France was a revelation. He was a big surprise this year, but even he hasn't been good down the stretch. None of these guys have been good. No, other Hunter than Brown, terrible. If yeah. it wasn't for Jeremy Pena bailing out Hunter Brown, don't tell him any how many runs he would have given up in uh, the game. The play of the game yesterday was Jose or uh, Jose Abreu's home run in the first inning because it gave you some length and some distance after one inning and it you know and it and it you know you got it accelerated getting Sonny Gray out of there which was good it got you up for nothing the second most important play was Jeremy Pena's double play in the sixth inning with Hunter Brown because it was bases loaded uh bases loaded one out if that ball gets through you know Pena dives to his left flips it to Altuve Altuve does a great job of of getting it over to first base but if that ball gets through, then you're talking it's instead of six to one with the inning over, you're talking six to three with one out and runners on first and third. The tying run is coming to the plate at that point. Um, that was a massive, massive, massive play by by Jeremy Pena. Like it's one of those plays, John, where I can forgive Pena for not hitting with nearly as much power for the second half of the season. If he's making plays like that, like that, that play was. That play was more important than you know him tacking on a home run, you know, to make it seven to two or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that was a huge. That's going to turn out to be one of the most important plays in their postseason, maybe so far. Yeah, that home run since July fifth, and that's fine if he keeps playing defense like that. But I'll bet you after he had twenty last year and then went crazy in the playoffs, he might actually get one. But that play 
was fantastic. We're going to look back on that, assuming we're just acting like they're going to advance. They should advance. We'll look back on that play by Pena after it's all over, like Chaz McCormick's catch in the World Series. Um, Texas Rangers versus Houston Astros ALCS on your excitement level from 1 to 10 is what, like a 15 probably, I would say? As high as it goes. We're a baseball state now. Both Cowboys and the Texans coming off losses. Uh, Texans underdog against New Orleans at home. And I'm, I'm, I'm so impressed with what the Rangers have done to blow the division on the last day by losing three of four Seattle and going on the road. Yesterday was the first time they've been at home since September 26th at the Angels, at Seattle, at Tampa, at Baltimore, and then they win. They've been so dominant. It's classic case, Sean, of the team getting red hot at just the right time and hope that's what's happening with the Astros as well. No doubt. I don't want this thing to go to a fifth game. I don't need to see Pablo Lopez again no. in this series. I don't Although want that. him versus Verlander would sure be exciting. No, it, it, it would look great on the marquee. No doubt about that. It would be a great WrestleMania main event, John, but I'm not here for WrestleMania. I'm here to move on to the next round. So 